Good morning. It's Saturday, April the 22nd. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Today we have a Holy Spirit story, and I'm so happy that we're getting back into these. These stories are so encouraging and powerful. I'll say more about it in just a second. The title of today's entry is called, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Our text, as is always the case on Saturdays, if you're new with us, Acts 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. It's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes from Tina Harden. Sometimes stories need to stir in our hearts for long seasons before sharing. We must ponder them and allow the work of the Spirit to narrate them at deeper and deeper levels. Many of you will remember the old wine commercial from Ernst and Julio Gallo. It always ended with the narrator saying, We will sell no wine until it's time. It can be like that with Holy Spirit stories. And how do you know it's time? Well, you just know. Today's story is one of those stories, and I'll let you hear it now in Tina's own words and her own voice. A Holy Spirit Story Oh, the Places You'll Go Seven years ago this month, I learned my divorce was final. I had been separated from my husband for a year and a half and was anticipating the news any day. However, when the news finally came, I was completely devastated. You see, I grew up in a Christian home. My dad was a pastor, my mom his true helpmeet, and I had a deep faith. There hadn't been any divorce in my family, so when I got married at age 38, I was sure it would last until death do us part. I was not prepared for what I would experience over the next few years, which is another story for another day. Upon hearing the news my divorce was final, I entered into a very dark place, which was a strange experience for me being a more sanguine personality. But God was with me in the midst, which is where this Holy Spirit story begins. The day I received this devastating news, I called my mom. I was living in Oregon at the time with no family around. My parents and most of my siblings were in Omaha, Nebraska. I poured my heart out to her. She took on my burden and brought me before the Lord in prayer, asking him to show her what she could do to encourage my heart. The next morning, she gathered with her friends of over 20 years, with whom she met weekly to share life. One of the ladies in her group brought in a book that morning, Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. She had purchased the book for her daughter, who was graduating from nursing school. What made this copy different was she had written Bible verses on every page that corresponded to the written text. It was an idea she heard about from someone else. 
This friend also provided a copy of all the verses and book texts to the ladies so they could share with others. The Holy Spirit moved on my mom's heart, and she immediately knew she needed to send these scriptures and text to me. She went home and began writing a letter to me, starting with Isaiah 30, 18. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. She placed the finished letter in the mailbox and sent it on its way to me. This was on February 12, 2016. Unaware of what the Holy Spirit was doing in my mom's heart, and still traveling in this place of darkness, fast forward with me now three days to February 15th. I was working for a family-owned business at the time and was asked to watch the owner's two children that evening as the parents had somewhere else to be. Before bedtime, they were to pick out a book to read, and the one they chose was, surprise, surprise, Oh, the Places You'll Go. I had certainly heard of the book, but had never actually read it. I remember thinking as I was reading how encouraging and appropriate this book was for not only graduates, but anyone beginning a new adventure or just beginning again somewhere. The very next day, I went into town to pick up my mail, and there waiting for me was a letter from my mom. Well, suffice to say, I began weeping as I read her words, telling me all about her gathering with her friends and this book with the added Bible verses. Absolutely amazing. I was overwhelmed by this perfectly orchestrated demonstration of divine love. In that moment, I knew without a shadow of doubt that the Lord knew exactly where I was, and I was encouraged that no matter what happened in the days ahead, he was going to be with me. The Prayer Father, thank you for this story we've heard today. Thank you for Tina and her witness. We draw deep hope from the way you saw her in the darkness and begin orchestrating such a God-led and human-responsive act of love. We know you see us in this very same way. We pray for each other, and especially those we know who are in such dark moments and trying seasons right now. We offer ourselves to you as willing agents in your divine ways and means of messaging people. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, who are you thinking about today who is in a challenging moment or season of life, who needs to know God sees and is with them right now? How might you present yourself to God right now as a messenger he might deploy in their life? And for our hymn today, let's sing another one of our favorite oldish choruses. It's called Sanctuary. You know the words, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. 
with thanksgiving. I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Again, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true with thanksgiving i'll be a living sanctuary for you And here's a P.S. today. It's about Holy Spirit stories and how we love to hear yours. I'd love it if you would send a story of faith from your life we might use on a Saturday in the future. We'll be glad to attach your name or a pseudonym or anonymity. It's up to you. It can be a story of coming to faith, a story of transformation, a story of healing, deliverance, suffering, and sufficient grace family reconciliation, prodigal returns, answered prayers, and so forth. Word count of five to 800 words works well. We can't guarantee publication, but assure you of our prayerful discernment. And you can just reply to this email with your story, and it will come to me. Well, that's a wrap for Saturday. I'm sure you're picking up another kind of to-do list uh, for this day. Make sure to pick up some seeds too and I'll see you out there on the field for the awakening I'm JD Walt we hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you and thanks for listening to the wake-up call powered by seedbed be sure to share this with a friend leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com/wakeupcall up call 